Oh, fucking Jesus Christ. We're a little bit late. But like it's like they say, it's better late than never. <coughs> I'm fucking sick as fuck. It's Wednesday. I got the day off work. I've been sitting here drinking Irish coffees for T minus four hours. I don't fucking know. I guess we might as well get this fucking shit fired up and do a cast. So, I don't know. There's... A lot of fucking, a lot of shit has been bothering me lately, and I, I, I might as well get it off my chest. I guess I should use this platform just to get it off my chest. And like, this may come across as a wee bit racist, but I swear to God, I am not racist. I got a big black bitch upstairs, God bless her, but I'm not racist. It may come off like that, but the one thing I, I, I'm just getting so sick of, and I said it in the last cast, is like this woke community bullshit. Where it's like, we're afraid to like upset anyone. So everything we fucking do, we need to, we just need to adhere to everybody else's whim and just, we don't want to hurt feelings. I sat down today before I started drinking and I was, I was going to watch Aladdin, like the fucking movie Aladdin, the Disney movie. I was like, oh fuck, I haven't seen that shit in forever. I'm like, me and the daughter, I'll watch it and we'll fucking hang out. So I go to I go to put the fucking thing on. I put it on and all of a sudden this warning pops up. And it's like a warning before the movie even started. And it was like a movie or it was a warning saying like like there's a lot of things in this movie that are really and it literally said there's a lot of things in this movie that are really wrong. But we we instead of changing what these things are, we have left them in and we have acknowledged that we were wrong then and we're wrong now. And I was just like what the, f- what the, f- what the fuck is wrong with the- what happened in Aladdin? So I watched the fucking cocksucking movie, the cartoon Aladdin, and I was like, I was looking for racist fucking anything. I was looking for like vile anything, and it's like I couldn't fucking find shit. I couldn't find shit, and then I like I went to the fucking to the wife, and I was like, why the fuck are they putting this warning? And she's like, oh well, in like the one song, it talks. It talks about beheading people, and, like, there's another part they talk about cutting uh, Aladdin's hands off. I'm like, and? Like, well, they just, they, they don't want to acknowledge, they don't want to, like, say that, like, people from, like, those areas are, like, savages. I was like, but they, 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 they do cut your fucking hands off if you steal. If you fucking steal over there and, like, that, like, kind of, like, that region of shit, they cut your fucking hands off. Like, that's real life. It's like, oh, well... <coughs> <coughs> oh, I'm sick. But it's like, oh, well, like they said about cutting people's heads off. I was like, yeah, that's what would happen. Like if you didn't like adhere to the Sultan and his rules, they cut your fucking head off. Like that's history. It's like, oh, well, we just, we don't want to fucking upset anyone. Like, dude, I swear to God, I can't handle this woke shit anymore. Like I can't. It's fucking ridiculous. Like Jesus fucking Christ. Like, Wherever you are, if you're in Canada, you're in the United States, wherever the fuck you are, you adhere to the rules of said country. If I go to the States, I'm going to adhere to the rules of carrying a fucking gun wherever the fuck you are and open carry and shit like that. If you're in Canada, you can adhere to fucking just hanging out and drinking beer and eating maple syrup. Fuck it. It's, it's wherever you are, you adhere to the rules. If you don't adhere to the rules, then you pay the price. And it's like... This gets me back and it's like, it's kind of like a mixed kind of thing. It's like with immigration It's like we worked with, I worked with this guy, fucking really nice Mexican dude. 
But like his Mexican town that he lived in in some shitty little part of Mexico was overrun by the car the, the Mexican drug cartel. Like 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 El Chapo type of shit. And it's like he had to move from his town to Canada to like get away from like the fucking like cartel like killing his family unless he dealt drugs. And like they literally sent him back three days ago. There's like, yeah, I know it's safe now. Like you can go back. You're not a, you're not a refugee anymore in Canada. You need to go back. Like man, I go back there, I'm dead. Like yeah, fuck. But you know, we think it's pretty safe down there now. It's like literally, I looked up a statistic in the Mexican drug cartel. It's like literally, the Mexican drug cartel has a four to one man ratio over the Mexican army. So you're talking about a country's army that is outnumbered four to one by drug dealers. And that's where we're at. And we're, we are literally sending people back to Mexico to essentially just like run and hide and flee or die. It's like, and that guy was a really good worker. He was a good dude. Could barely speak English, but he was a good dude. Had a family, everything. And we just fucking shipped him back there. Like, God damn it. What the fuck? And it's like, then my girlfriend's fucking best friend comes over on the weekend and I can hear her telling the story. She's like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend, he's like, he's up for, like, deportation. And I was like, what the, f- the fuck? And I start listening. And it's like, basically, they've been dating for two years. The guy has been illegal for five years. So, like, two years of the time they've been dating, he's just been an illegal immigrant. And now, like, Canada is just starting to catch up on the motherfucker. And there's, like, <clears throat> they're, like, going to, like, all the, his work and everything. And he, they went to his work and his work fired him because they're, like, man, no, you're, you're like, hardcore illegal. Like, we can't even pay you under the table anymore. It's, like, dude, you should have went back fucking how many years ago? But you just, you're just, like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to stay. Even though you're telling me you like I should leave because of this, I'm just going to stay. Like, you piece of shit, that's not how things work. If I go to fucking if I go to Japan and shit, I'm going to like learn every single thing I need to learn to stay in Japan. And if not, then I'm going to get deported and I'm back on the fucking first thing smoke in the fucking Canada. But it's like I started hearing more about this guy. And it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, they're like the RCMP, Royal Canadian Mounted Police, and immigration are like tracking this guy. They're tracking him through his phone. So he went to a lawyer, and the lawyer's like, sell all your shit. So he sold his phone, his car, and he got $1,700. I'm like, what kind of fucking phone and car do you have that you sell and you only get $1,700? That must have been a piece of shit fucking car or a real piece of shit phone. Like, Jesus Christ. But it's like, no. Like, he did it. I gave seventeen dollars to the lawyer, and the lawyer's like, "Ah, you know what? Fuck you!" And just like literally took his money and called immigration on him. I was like, "Everyone's like, oh, that's so dirty. Why would they do that?" I was like, "Dude, I do the same fucking thing, straight up. You should have left like five years ago, but you didn't. You're just like, ah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay and just work shitty jobs and and have a shitty existence and just hide. Like, no, you piece of shit." Like, if you're here legally, cool. You're a hard worker, cool. You got a legal job, cool. But if you're not and you're just, like, dating white women and just, like, hiding in their fucking apartments, like, no. You need to leave. And, like, this dude is from, like, Nigeria. And it's like, bro, like, Nigeria is not even half as bad as Mexico. Like, I'm sure there's some bad shit over Nigeria, but, like, I'm almost sure that Mexico is worse than Nigeria. And, like, this girl's like, oh, yeah, like, he's living with me and, like, I just don't know what to do. And like, and like the funniest part was, she's like, 
like it, it would be like $12,000 for a lawyer to like try to keep him here or I can marry him or have a baby with him. <laughs> and they've been dating for two years. It's like, you know what you should do? Call immigration, get him the fuck out of there. But she's like, no, I can't do that. And it was like the greatest part is like she went to him and she's like, listen, if I work and pay the ten or $12,000 like to get you to get things start staying here, will you pay me back if they deport you? And he's like, no. I was like, what do you mean no? And like, good on the guy. He's honest. He's like, if I went back to Nigeria, it would literally take me 20 years to pay you $12,000. He's like, I'm not going to do that. I was like, fuck yeah, bud. At least at least you're, you have a little bit of common sense. Like, that's the funny thing. And it was just like, <coughs> all of a sudden she like, the guy like got rid of his car, got rid of his phone because it turns out that they were actually tracking him by his phone and that's how they knew where he worked and shit. So he got rid of his phone shit, <coughs> got ripped off by a lawyer, and then he's just living at this bitch's house. I was like, all right, like, oh, fucked up, whatever. So then, like, all of a sudden, like, this girl, her dad is an, her dad's an ex-OPP officer. OPP is the Ontario Provincial Police. It's like, they're a pretty big deal in, in, in Ontario where I live. And she told her dad, she's like, I don't know what to do. Da, da. And her dad, being sensible, is like, if you don't get him out of your house... I'm going to fucking call immigration because you're literally harboring an illegal alien. And she's like, is that illegal? And he's like, listen to what I just said. You're harboring an illegal alien. You literally are doing something illegal by keeping him in your house. If you don't get him out, I'm calling immigration. So I was like, she's freaking out. Didn't know what to do. Like three days later, fucking it was like, it was like literally like two days ago. It's like immigration showed up and got him. And it's like fucked up because I didn't know how immigration does shit. Dude, they like grab you and they drive you right to the fucking first international airport they can. And they send you on the first thing fucking smoking back to fucking sand fucking land. Like, no, you can't you can't get your shit. You can't fucking say goodbye. They just get you the clothes on your back. Like, see you later. You're fucking gone. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, that's fucking hard as fuck. And it's like, I started thinking about it. It's like, you know, the immigrants that come here and like, they get like status, like they can't do anything wrong. Like, I don't know how it is in the States, but I know in Canada, like if you're like an immigrant and you like assault somebody and you get charged for it, you're not allowed to stay in Canada. They send you back. They're like, okay, you got an assault charge. You're done. You have, that's, that's, that's serious. You're, you're done. They just send you away. <laughs> I was like, man, God damn. Like, that's like. Literally, you get accepted into a country, you've been here however many years, and it's like, hey, you can't do anything wrong. If you do anything wrong, we're going to fucking deport you. And it's like, <laughs> then you, you have a family, you have a life, and then you grow up, and you, or you fucking have these kids and shit, and they start growing up. And it's like, this is another thing, the fucking funny thing that messed me up. <laughs> it's like, I was coming home from work yesterday. And I'm pulling around my corner, literally like four or like four fucking houses away. I turn this corner, and there's these kids, and they're all black kids. You can tell they're fucking African. Like, they're fucking purple. They're purple black. And they're just, like, literally ripping down this sign. Like, this sign beside a bus stop. And then there's, like, this other black kid. And he's got the sign. And it's a no-smoking sign. And he's got it held. He's holding it on his chest. And he's just screaming. Like, literally screaming. He's like, I'll smoke wherever I want to. And he yelled that at my car. I busted the fuck out laughing. I was like, God, I started honking my horn, waving at them. I'm like, you crazy little bastards don't know what you have. <laughs> it's like, you little fuckers. If you little fuckers knew what 
if what would happen, like if they could deport your little asses back to wherever you came from, I don't think you'd be ripping down signs. Because if your dad ripped down a sign however many years ago, you would have been born in fucking goddamn Africa or the Caribbean or fucking Egypt or wherever the fuck it is. It's like, it's like they got a generation that is like scared shitless and then you got a generation of just kids that just don't give a fuck. And I, I, I love it at the same time, but it's like I just want to like grab one of them and be like, I don't know. I think if I ever became rich, I think I'd kidnap one of them. No, well, like five of them, like ten of them. And I would just like take them and I would kidnap them and I'd make a quick stop by the Epstein Island, drop them off there for about fucking one or two days, let them get the old fucking in and out. And then I would fucking, I would fucking fly them to fucking their home countries like Trinidad or Jamaica and be like, here, now, now your entire fucking, your entire life revolves around tourism. Your entire life is making white people happy. So they give you a dollar American every day that's your life you think those little fuckers would be ripping down no smoking signs and and fucking pretending like it's lord of the fucking lord of the flies like fucking just ripping shit down going crazy like no no those little fuckers would get those little fuckers would get straight up (laughs) jesus christ i don't know it's just it's just fucking craziness i suppose but I don't know, like I said, if you come in this country and you work hard, more power do you come. But if you're going to fuck around and you're going to try to fuck around the system and live off the system, you deserve to be sent back to your fucking sand fucking dune. Straight up, I'm sorry. If that's racist, I'm sorry. But, like, you motherfuckers, like like I said, if I moved to Japan, I would be getting all the information I have in Japan. If Japan was like, hey, you've been a sushi chef for long enough, you didn't finish your shit, get the fuck out. Like, all right, fuck, I'm done. I wouldn't just stay there and be a sushi chef and live in like my sushi restaurant and just hide because oh, I might, I might get deported. Like, no, that's that's terrifying. Why would you live every single fucking? Why would you live every single fucking day in fear of being like kicked out of a country? Oh, well, you're from. Hang on a second, I gotta get this fucking pissy out of me. Right? I just pissed all over the back of that toilet. Yeah, it's. I just pissed all over the back of it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyways, I need to flush it. I don't give a fuck. Anyways, so uh, that's my that's my that's my view on it. I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm I guess I'm fucking like one of those black and white dudes where it's like, you know, it's either right or wrong. But I don't know. Fuck it. What the fuck else happened? Oh, fuck last fucking Sunday. It's fucking football. Everybody knows I love fucking football. It's just a reason to drink. That's all it is for me. So I over to my buddies and we're drinking and shit and fucking hanging out. And I was like, fuck. I'm like, I'm like, I, I sorry, I wasn't drinking yet. My buddies, I was like, fuck. I'm like, I want to go get some booze and shit. And he's like, all right, man, go get booze, whatever. So he's like, oh, do you want something to eat? And I was like, yeah, give me something to eat. <clears throat> he made me a chicken burger. And dude, like the chicken burger wasn't cooked. So like I ate it and then like I'm driving to the liquor store. I'm like, <clears throat> I can feel my stomach. It's like, goo, 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 goo. I'm like, ah, I'm going to puke. Yeah, I'm going to puke. So I pull over in like the corner of like the fucking liquor store, open my door and just hurl like two chicken burgers up. Just, bleh, and like I can see them. They're all like still like hot. There's like literally like, eight pieces of chicken burger. I must have taken like a bite off of like each one. It was fucked. And just like, <clears throat> didn't even, it didn't even fucking digest. 
So I puke it all over this fucking goddamn side of my car. Or this, uh, I open my door and puke it right beside my car. I was like, all right, fuck. So I get out. As I, as I start walking away, I see a car pull right, to, right beside me. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Why are, you, why are you doing that? So I go in the store and I started like, I didn't see who came out. But I grab my shit and I walk up to the till fucking and I start paying. And this guy comes behind me. And he's like, I can hear him. He's just like, that's, f- I don't give a fuck. That's fucking disgusting. Who fucking does that? Like, it's just, it's like, it was like, it was honestly like white and orange. It was orange because I had some fucking uh, Chipotle sauce on the burgers. That's why it was orange and white. Like, ah, fuck, he's talking about me. God damn it. <clears throat> so I pay for my shit and I start, I just beeline it out of there. And I'm walking out and I'm like, fuck, please. And I look behind me. He's right behind me. I'm like, how the fuck did he pay that quick? Like, what the fuck? I walk out and I was like, oh, fuck. So there's another car parked on like two spots beside me on the other side. So I go over and kind of like try to like look like I'm going in that car. And the dude, I can hear him bitching. He's like, I'm not getting in the fucking, I'm not getting in that side. He's like, look the fuck out. And he had like his wife with him. And he gets in the passenger side and then like shimmies over to the driver's side and starts it up. And I'm putting my alcohol in the back of my car and I can like see him. And he's all pissed off looking over at the puke. And he's just like, he floored it right out of the fucking parking lot. I'm like, God, that was really embarrassing. I'm glad he didn't say anything to me because, like, I was literally waiting for him to be like, man, did you fucking puke beside your car? I was like, dude, I'm fucking sorry. I ate fucking dirty old half-cooked chicken with fucking dirty chipotle sauce. I'm sorry. But, like, thank God he didn't say anything. (laughs) Fucking God. Oh, shit. What are we at here? 17. Fuck. And it's pretty good. Little fucking weird immigrant rant and all that shit, but... Fuck it. Motherfuckers, take care, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Oh, by the way, I'm posting two episodes on this motherfucker. <coughs> I'm posting this episode, and then part two is going to be the fucking, like, I think it's like 38 drug, like the, the kid that was, like, all fucked up on drugs that I got on. I'm going to post that. Before I was thinking about it, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to post that shit. Like, he's like a 19-year-old kid. He's on drugs. He's got a drug problem. His family's all fucked. And I was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I don't. I'm just going to let it ride. So this will be part one of the episode. Part two, drugs. Addicted kids. (laughs) All right, motherfuckers. Have a good fucking week and we'll see you on the weekend.